What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Welcome to Prognosis. I'm Laura Carlson. It's day 159 since coronavirus was declared a global pandemic. Today's main story, many are still hoping some college sports can move ahead in the fall. But amid the controversy about whether that's safe, a new threat has emerged, a possible COVID-19 complication that can be fatal for young athletes. But first, here's what happened in virus news today. COVID-19 cases in U.S. nursing homes surged last month, surpassing the previous peak in May. That's according to a new report from the American Healthcare Association and the National Center for Assisted Living. The report shows that nursing home cases are up dramatically in the very same places where virus levels have spiked in the general population. 78% of new nursing home cases in July were in Sunbelt states, where the virus is spreading rapidly. Hong Kong's government extended all existing social distancing measures for another week. The measures include an evening dine-in ban at restaurants, a two-person public gathering limit, and mask requirements. A government spokesman said that the COVID situation was severe and allowed no room to let up on distancing rules. He also said the country should get prepared for a possible winter surge or a fourth wave coinciding with the usual flu season. Finally, many people are still opting not to fly. Ryanair Holdings, Europe's largest discount airline, said it would cut its flight capacity by 20% in September and October because so few people have booked flights. The company blames continuing uncertainty over recent COVID case rates in some countries for the weekend bookings. And now for today's main story. As some college athletes prepare to get on the field this fall, a dangerous possible side effect of COVID-19 has many people worried. About a dozen student-athletes have experienced heart inflammation after being diagnosed with the disease. The NCAA's chief medical officer discussed the cases of myocarditis, a heart condition that can cause sudden death in young athletes at a briefing last week. His remarks came two days after the Big Ten and Pac-12 announced they would postpone fall sports. I talked to Angelica Levito, who reports that the new complication is casting a shadow over college athletics and creating questions about what the disease does to young people. Success is more than a destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. 
It's dedication, it's fortitude, and it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years, and it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel has built a company and culture unlike any firm on Wall Street. Because success is the drive it takes to keep pushing. It's the passion to keep investing. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. As some university sports get going for the fall season, how have college athletes been affected by COVID-19? We have already seen a number of college athletes catch COVID-19, whether that was at sports camps or just throughout the summer. And of those people who have caught COVID-19, about a dozen student athletes have developed a heart condition called myocarditis. And this heart inflammation basically makes it more difficult for someone's heart to pump blood, and in some cases can cause an arrhythmia, which can be deadly. And that's problematic because when you're an athlete, you're really working your heart, and that can cause pretty much the ideal conditions for an arrhythmia. That is causing some concern among schools who are, you know, worried about what we know and what we don't know about COVID-19. Why are we seeing this myocarditis or heart inflammation more in athletes than in other COVID-19 patients? I'm really glad you asked that. And the doctors I talked to said that we need to be careful not to create this association between athletes and myocarditis. We're probably hearing about it more in athletes because they are being screened for these heart issues because they want to be really, really careful to not work out. If you are diagnosed with myocarditis, you're not supposed to exercise for three to six months. So that's why schools, leagues are making every effort to try and screen people. And some people might not ever know they have myocarditis. Um, some people might not report any symptoms. Therefore, it makes it really difficult for us to understand how many people actually have it versus how many athletes have it. So there's a potential that this is a more common side effect or complication of COVID-19, and we're just seeing it pop up more in athletes than has been necessarily found in others. That's correct. So we do know that viruses like influenza cause myocarditis in some patients. Again, it's incredibly rare, but we really don't know the full scope because there are so many patients that might never know they have it. And so what are these universities and colleges and sports teams doing now that it has been shown to be affecting their athletes? That's a good question. And you did see the Big Ten and the Pac-12 decide to postpone their fall seasons altogether because of the unknowns about the possible long-term health effects of COVID-19. In terms of other colleges, I'm not sure what their protocols are, but we are seeing in in some of the pro sports, for example, leagues are including um, a heart assessment as part of the return to play protocol. And let's talk more broadly in terms of implications for college athletes. You mentioned that there is quite a long downtime that 
people should not exercise for months if they are found to have myocarditis. I mean, what are some of the implications for those who are involved in college sports right now? What what perhaps is is their future? Well, it depends because not everyone who develops COVID-19 develops myocarditis. Again, doctors say that it's probably pretty rare. However, you can imagine that if you're an athlete and you develop this heart inflammation and you're forced to sit out for three to six months, it could end your season. For example, the Boston Red Sox, their star pitcher, Eduardo Rodriguez, has to sit out the rest of the season because he had this condition. So if you're an athlete, it can be problematic. So is myocarditis something that we have to worry about predominantly with those of college age or even professional athletes? Or is this something that can affect anyone at any age? So I spoke to a number of pediatric cardiologists, and they both told me that so far what they've seen suggests that this is incredibly rare among children. It's already rare among adults, but even more so among children. One doctor I spoke to even said he has kids who are in elementary school and he will be sending them back to competitive sports. And so, so far what we know is that even though this could be a risk for older people, whether you're a college student, maybe even a high school student or a professional athlete, there is of course a risk, but it does appear that for kids, there's even less of an already pretty small chance of getting this. So overall, how common is myocarditis? How often are we seeing this in COVID-19 patients or just generally? So it's really too early to say how many patients who contract COVID-19 develop this heart inflammation. There was a German study that created a lot of noise and really brought this into focus. It was a small study and it only included about 100 patients. And of those patients, 60 displayed the heart inflammation, which raised a lot of alarms. However, it also has had sort of some controversy because the median age of the people analyzed was 49, and it's harder to compare young athletes versus older people. So that makes it a little bit of, as doctors call it, non-apples-to-apples comparison. However, doctors I talked to said, even if it's not a perfect comparison, they should also still be mindful that there is still a risk. And what have physicians said about how myocarditis is a new or emerging side effect of COVID-19. This is such a new virus, and every doctor I spoke to when reporting this story said the same thing. There's so much we don't know. We've learned a lot in the past eight months or so, but there's still just a lot that we really aren't sure about, and we just need to learn more. And that athletes should understand that we don't know everything. And so when they're making decisions on whether to play or whether to sit out, they need to really be aware that there's a lot we don't know yet. That was Angelica Levito. And that's it for our show today. For coverage of the outbreak from 120 bureaus around the world, visit Bloomberg.com coronavirus. And if you like the show, please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's the best way to help more listeners find our global reporting. The Prognosis Daily Edition is produced by Topher Forges, Jordan Gaspure, Magnus Henriksen, and me, Laura Carlson. Today's main story was reported by Angelica Levito. Original music by Leo Sidrin. Our editors are Rick Schein and Francesca Levy. Francesca Levy is Bloomberg's head of podcasts. Thanks for listening. 
What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more.